The ESPN San Antonio Audio Vault is powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. 210-225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Uh. Rob Thompson. Rudy J. Uh. R&R in the morning. Uh. Live from Los Angeles. Powered by AA Best Bail Bonds. Uh. Nearside app. Texas Cheer Liquor. And uh. Southern Recipe Small Batch Pork Rinds. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. This is R&R in the morning. You lucky devils are listening to our live radio row co- co- coverage. He's Rudy J. I'm Rob Thompson. Carl Shutting in the mothership driving us till 10 o'clock. We all are opening up our wallet. We're reading the paper every day. We're watching the line. Let's talk some uh, how we're going to have real fun this weekend. We are joined by one of the best. Uh, Anita Marks joins us from the Daily Wedge. You're a sports betting fantasy football analyst with ESPN. Does radio work as well. It's a pleasure to have you aboard. Welcome on, Anita. How's your morning going? It's great. Um, it's it's a little chilly here in New York, but I wish oh. I was on radio really I was on radio what with you guys in, in Los Angeles. I mean, damn, who you know, who's got it better than you guys right now? Well, you know what? I just we just left New York actually for Army Navy, and it was my first time out there. And you you got it pretty nice out there, Nita. Like, I mean, it may be a little chilly, but New York is New York is nice as well. <laughs> oh, I, listen. So I'm originally from Miami, Florida, born and raised. Oh, oh, okay, right. Okay, so, like, I my get dad, it. my dad, my dad played for the U. It's a Canes thing. You won't understand, but oh. Uh, <laughs> I get, I get asked, I get asked all the time. You know, what are you doing here? Are you from Miami? Why are you up here? And I, listen, I've been, I've been up here in the Northeast now for over ten years. Uh, there's nothing like it. You're absolutely right. There's, there's nothing. Like, I always tell people like, you've got to, you've got to live in New York for at least a year. Quit whatever you're doing. Come to New York City. Become a bartender. Live on someone's couch for a year, and then, and then start your life. I always tell people that there's nothing, there's nothing like New York City. Uh, Anita, you know what? I we got to get to we're gonna get to this, but I got to tell you this. I went to Miami in 2010, and my bank account still hasn't recovered. Y'all got you got to do something about you got to do something about those prices down there. It was like thirty dollars for a crown and water, Anita. I can't even get a crown for under thirty bucks. What do you think you're paying? You're paying fifteen dollars for a coffee here in New York City. I was going to say. I mean, guys, come on. <laughs> Frying pan and fire, man. It's the same thing. Anita Marks, true. Our our insider. She, of course, you catch her with a daily wager on the regular. She's also got great fantasy football advice. I I won my league thanks to some of the help from Anita. Now, you know, I I, I saw something earlier this week that the expected handle or the total you know gambling take across the company for the Super Bowl is. I don't know what the number is, but it's ever expanding. What is it? Thirty one. Billion so or over, something over thirty, yeah, over thirty. Yep, it's, uh, it's really it's unbelievable. And 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 here's here's another thing. You know, New York just joined the party like two weeks ago. Okay, right. I mean, they were they were. Let's be honest. As great as New York City is, like they were two thousand and late to the gambling party. They just joined it. Their first week, fifty percent of their gamblers were first time gamblers. Guys, like marinating that for a minute. Like, can you imagine? I, wow. I, I, I equate I equate gambling 
to working out. You know, the people who like, oh, you know, they make that New Year's resolution. They want to go to the gym. They go to the gym, but it's intimidating. They really don't know what they're doing. (laughs) Like, you know, like what, what exercises, workout, what muscle group. That's kind of what gambling's like. So, um, you know. That's a great analogy. You know. Anita, there you be you, like a, a gambling 101. There should be, and you bring you. I'm so glad that you answered the question the way that you did, because you've been part of this industry as far as you know. We're coming to you from Texas. We're still in the Stone Ages. I mean, we're 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 far behind the. the so we can yeah. so we congratulate you, New Yorkers, for being able to go do that. Absolutely. We're having to use VPNs and go hide out. Mattress Mac has to drive to Louisiana on the other side of the river to lop a 4.5 million dollar Caesars bet. You know, we we just can't do that here. But as your role is 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 unique because you're talking to those of us that that play the lines, and then you're talking to this vast majority of people that are making their first bet. You know, that that are really trying to understand what is what's prop, and you know, how am I going to parlay, and how do I do all of this? How do you see you defining your role when you're having to deal with these disparate? Degenerates, I don't want to say that because I fall into that category, and to the complete novice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great question because you're, you're really you're communicating to two different kinds of people, right? Like, um, you know, um, in, in, in one language, I can talk about parlays. I could talk about how I'm going to buy points down. I could talk about how I like this teaser. And I could talk about, like, you know, when do you tease uh, a game? You know, like, what, what, you know, where's the advantage in regard to uh, teasing? Like, for example, I'm going to tease the Cincinnati Bengals up to 10 and a half, right? Like, so, you know, it's, you're, you're, you're talking a certain language to a certain percentage of people, and then, but that I'm talking over somebody's head for, for first-time gamblers. Listen, it's interesting. Like, I consider myself, I, 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 I spend the majority of my time with very smart people. I, I pride myself on having probably the smartest group of friends. A lot of them went to Cornell, Michigan, and they don't get favored by three. Like, I, like they come to my house to watch football, and I'm like, all right, guys, what, like, you want me to put some money on the game for you? Uh, you know, the, giant, the Giants, are, are, the giants are, are seven-point dogs. They're like, what does that mean? I'm right. like, well, the, right. game starts, the game starts off, and the, and the Giants already have a touchdown. Already have a touchdown. But I don't understand. So when they end the game, then what do they, are they, can they lose by, or they have to win by, like, and I'm talking, and, and like, these are conversations with Ivy League people. So again, I just want the first time gamblers out there to know, if you don't understand it, you haven't been in this space, as we like to call it, you're not comfortable in it, that's normal. Like, don't be intimidated. It's normal. It's going to take a minute to get used to the language, the verbiage, the jargon, and understanding how to bet wisely. Yeah. Uh, this is what I want to ask. Going back to last year with Tampa, Tampa's in Tampa. This year you got the Rams in L.A. As far as what you can see, the line makers, this – because, first of all, the tickets, I don't know who's buying these tickets. I don't, I don't think they're regular fans. These are the, the ticket prices are crazy. But from what you see, are the line makers making this like a home game for the Rams? How do they do that with going back to Tampa and then this year? How are they making these lines go? Is it, or is it just a neutral site line? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's interesting. Um, uh, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> do, do, does the Rams organization have a home field? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't true. know how much time I don't know how much time you've spent in LA, but like, 
you know, when the 49ers played, the, the fan base was 70% 49ers. Like, New, like LA is such a, is such a transient city. You have you probably have more Cowboy fans and Pittsburgh Steelers fans uh, living in, Absolutely. and even Raiders fans living in LA than you do Rams fans. So, in regard to the odds makers and, and how they establish the line, at, you know, uh, making the Rams a four four and a half point favorite, I, I highly doubt that a big factor in that line is home field advantage. I really mm-hmm. because. Uh, they just they don't have it you know it, it, it is what it is in LA they just don't have it so um but I like pertaining to the line I, I think I think the value here is with the Bengals you know we we saw mm, them you know interesting you, you look you, you look you look at these two teams on paper and you're you know all automatically like you know Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham Jr., Aaron Donald you know Von Miller like these you know Jalen Ramsley like you know, these big names pop out to you. But, guys, Tennessee was the better team. The Bengals beat them. Kansas City was the better team. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati beat them not once but twice within 30 days. So, you know, it's, it's not always, you know, the team that looks the best on paper. It's, it's, the, it's the matchup. And, and it's a lot of intangibles as well. And to me, Cincinnati checks too many boxes. Mm. be getting four and a half. I think I think this game is decided by a field goal. I think this game is decided by three. And so the fact that you can get the Bengals at plus four, plus four and a half, I think that's where I think that's where the you, value is in this matchup. You you trying to dig in my pockets now? You got me thinking, Anita. Oh, what's the over under on Burrow's being? What's the over under on Burrow being sacked six times? Going, <laughs> He's I'm been going, on his I'm back the whole your, playoffs. Really? I, Under? Go, I, so wait, wait. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna one up you right there. I, I'm. I have a bet that the Cincinnati Bengals are going to log more sacks than the Rams. Ooh. And you can get that. And you can get that at plus three ten. Here, I would take that. that. Right at plus three ten. Who would? Here's here's the thing. Um, after that nine sack game against Tennessee. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals yeah. change their their protection scheme. Um, you okay. know, they play a lot okay. of eleven personnel, and what they're doing now is they're going two tight end sets instead of three wide receivers. Uh, Tyler Boyd is playing left. They're bringing in a two tight end set. They're having the tight end stay home and help with pass protection, chip mm-hmm. blocking. Also, another thing that they're doing is they're playing a lot more Samaji P Ryan as opposed to Joe Mixon. Because P. Ryan is a better pass protector out of the mm. two running backs. So they, they have changed their protection scheme ever since that Tennessee game, first and foremost. Number two, Joe Burrow is a magician against blitz defenses. You've got a Rams team, they're a top five in blitz rate. Go back and look at the two games that Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals team had against the Baltimore Ravens, who's with Wink Martindale. It was one of the most blitz-happy defenses mm-hmm. in the NFL, and Joe Burrow destroyed them. So the combination of better pass protection since the Tennessee game, along with Joe Burrow and how well he does play against aggressive blitz-happy uh, defenses, mm-hmm. wow. I just, I, I just, I, I have, a, I have, I've got a. I, I think Cincinnati's offensive line is going to step up to the challenge. 
and and I think Trey Hendrickson, who I think is one of the what was one of the best offseason acquisitions for the Cincinnati Bengals, gets him gets in and gets his against Matthew Stafford. Wonderful, Anita Marks at wow, Anita Marks on stuff. Twitter. Make yeah. sure you're doing this. I, I have a question as we t- as we sit today, Wednesday, and we're, we're, we're everybody's starting to open up and whatever service they use and start looking at the lines. For those that are just jumping in, and we know that we want to, you know, wait for the line to be where it's going to be before we make a bet or you know have somebody move it. And we know that you're going to be on in San Antonio, 10 o'clock on Sunday morning on ESPN2 on the Daily Wager, getting us ready for that. Does it behoove me to lay money today, or is it better for me to wait until Sunday morning and listen to you then? It's a phenomenal question. question because because you should have you you should have laid it a few days ago. Because oh. what happens is, I mean, listen, a lot of I'm just I'm being honest. I, uh, you know, as soon as the this is early bird gets the worm, especially when it comes to gambling, the line drops. Yes. Immediate, immediately, you wanna you wanna put money you wanna put money on a certain line on a certain prop because what happens is as we get closer to game time, um, more and more bets are gonna come in, and the average individual loves the overs. I love the overs as well, but by the time we get to game time, like for example, right now, this is something you want to keep an eye on. Odell Beckham Jr., right now, his over-under in receptions is at five and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm staying away from it. I think, I think it is going to land, it could land around five or six in the game. That's what I got Odell at, right? We know Cooper Cup's mm-hmm. going to be peppered with targets. Uh, that's, that's where the mismatch is. And by the way, that's going to be a really good matchup to watch. Mike Hilton, who's the corner, uh, the slot corner for this against uh, Cooper Cup. So so right now, I've got Odell Beckham Jr. around five or six receptions. That line might jump up to six and a half because I, I have a, my gut telling me that the public is going to start betting me over on Odell Beckham Jr. because there's so much hype around him, especially the last four games. If that line jumps to six and a half, jump on the under, guys. Don't even think twice about it. Wow. Jump on the under. So you so so to answer your question, you want to jump on lines early and then as we get so so a lot of overs early and as we get closer to game time, look pay attention to where those lines and how those lines are changing and I'd say more unders game day than overs. Anita, you got you know what? You got me one to just go Bengals money line. Let's just go big money. Forget the cover. Oh, I am. Okay, so so this is so this is how I'm playing this. I've got the Bengals okay. plus four and a half. I got okay. the Bengals on the money line. I'm going Bengals wow. alternate alternate spread at minus two and a half, and you can get that at plus one ninety. I'm going. I'm teasing the Bengals up to ten and a half, and I'm also going to tease the under down to forty two and a half. Wow. And I'm playing. And I'm playing the Bengals over 21 and a half team total points. Oh, so we going to Miami? We going to celebrate? <laughs> we going? To, I'll, I'll be able to. I'll be able to have. A, I'll be able to have more than one drink. <laughs> the crowds are coming, baby. Thirty-two dollar drinks says nothing. That's why you listen to Anita Marks. That's why you need to be dialed in Sunday morning. Of course, Daily Wager going to be on ESPN two at ten o'clock. Anita, thank you so much for stopping awesome. by. We do appreciate you, awesome. man. I, I I tell you, you have changed my perspective on this. No, I, I I would not have gone that direction. I, I honestly, it is a Bengals time. We appreciate you, Nita. Thank you for everything. You got it. Enjoy. 
Anita Marks joining us here on the San Antonio Sports Star. Again, follow her on Twitter. Uh, great follow on Twitter, but knowledge right there. But the, you know, you get inside this bubble, and we are in L.A. And you get to you get start to feeling the hype. You, you start, start feeling, feeling it, and you start thinking, well, yeah, you're at home, and this is that. And she and Anita dispelled all of that. Do they have a home field? Well, we saw they didn't against San Francisco. Does the does the does the Bengals' offensive line are they capable of keeping Joe Burrow alive, much less on his back? Evidently. Uh, there, there's some things there that she liked. I, I don't know if I'm that heavy on the Bengals. Though. But see, this is why this is why I'm hesit- I was hesitant to make a choice early in the week because see, we're going to talk to a few more people throughout the day tomorrow, Friday. They're going to make great cases for the Rams. So that's our first strong, strong case for the Bengals. And you got to remember, in her line of business, they watch the games totally different than you and I do sitting on the couch. They have to watch tendencies. They have, like she's talking about Mick. Like you have to realize how good Mixon is for them to like, you know, we're gonna cut him back some because he's not as good in pass protection. So I reserve the right to change my pick at the end of the week by Friday. So but that was a strong case for the Bengals, but I'm sure again we with everybody we're gonna talk to, we're gonna hear both sides of the fence and why they feel like they should win. But she made a strong case for the Bengals, man. The public. And she said she's going money line, so that means she's telling me she thinks win. the Bengals going to win outright. Yeah, they're just going to go ahead and win it. There is that thought. But there's a long way between we here keep, and Because we keep waiting for them to die. Like, oh, uh, Tennessee, no way. Kansas City, no way. Rams, no way. At some point, we keep waiting for them to die, and they just, they're like the Terminators. But they Thank haven't you, seen Aaron Brooks, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, I haven't seen that. Let you can tell me. You can Jim. tell me he's a wizard. You can tell right. me that the blitz does not affect him. He has not had Donald coming from one direction and Miller coming from the other on a very regular basis. And and, and you know Tennessee, how many times did they sack him? Ten times? Nine. Nine times? That's why when I was like, hey, it didn't matter. I was like, what's the overall six sacks? She said she got the Bengals with more sacks than the Rams after what the way he's been protected. I I, I look. She if that happens, stuff. then the money line. right. She knew her stuff. She knew she had some stats and stuff to back it up. But if I, I will tell you this. I feel comfortable in saying if I don't know the score and you hand me the box at the end of the game and I see Cincinnati has more sacks than the Rams, they, they won. won. They won. That's all I would need to know. So that justifies her money line. Because if Joe Burrow's upright, we've seen he picks you yes. apart. Yes. So I will agree that if they do carry and have more sacks, they will win the football game. Who has more ints? Since we're doing this, let's just get all the way. You know in the what? Woods. I, I'll be truthful. I think that they'll probably both throw one. Okay. But I think Stafford is capable of two more. Well, keep in mind, if the uh, old buddy from San Francisco can catch, if he can catch even a little bit, mm-hmm. even a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, the dude has hands of stone. It's like he had mittens on. Who knows how that game turns out? He pretty much punted to yes. San Francisco and they dropped it. He, it could have happened. So there is, there's still that lingering Staffordness to Matt. There's still that distant, well, not distant, you that worry the in the yeah. back of your mind that if there's a decision to be made, he'll make the wrong one. 
that uh, it, he is—he's done yeah, a good yeah. job of, of of separating himself from that. Mm-hmm. That, and you know, I think he proved to us, to me personally, after about week three, that it was Detroit. But there's still that lingering doubt, and I think there will always be that until he wins and does it without the mistake. You know, he's going to have to truly be mistake-free for people to put that behind him. And they could still win. He could throw two interceptions, and he would still be the Stafford that I remember to me. But he's still in better place than he was when the season began. True. More sacks. Who'd have thought it? Some of the other takeaways there. Fans love the over. Yeah. She said stay away from it. Fans love the over because they pull the line. And that get direction. your bet in today because if you get if you really think Cincinnati has a shot, you got to jump on it four and a half because by Sunday it could be down to like two, and that's that's a huge huge difference. Who wins the coin toss? <laughs> oh, don't do no, this! I wanted, we didn't get a chance to get I into know, it. I what know, is the I entry know. level bet for most new gamblers? Is it just the line, I think the money the line. line, or it's the line and over? Because see, the a, a, a fan that's like, look, you can watch football and know football. But not no gambling. So if you know football and you see you see Joe Burr, you see Stafford, you see Odell, you see Chase, you're like 45, 50 points. Oh, they're going to score way more than that. It's going to be 38, 31. That's because not, that's not gambling. Right. That's just you just knowing football. You see both teams score and not knowing that the game slows down. There's a lot that goes into it. 